Hi, good morning. Hello, my, everybody. My name is Lisa. Welcome to King Worldwide. This my is name my is dad, Roy. Roy. <laughs> We're going to have a great message today. Oh, uh, we are. We got we got our tank filled last week. It was at uh, Kenneth Copeland Ministers Conference, and uh, Lisa was invited since she's the minister and founder of King Worldwide, and we just drove the car, and uh, we were there with her, and uh, it was absolutely spectacular. And here, just so you can kind of paint the picture of what, what took place, the setting, it was a three-day conference, and it was at uh, Eagle Mountain International Church, and then um, uh, Brother Copeland, what he did is that he kicked off each morning, and then there's two speakers in the morning, two speakers in the afternoon, and then mm -hmm. he spoke in the evening. And uh, and what he did also is that uh, after each speaker spoke, mm -hmm. is that uh, he introduced the next speaker. So he was involved all throughout that. And then uh, he he sang some of his uh, memory-making songs on mm -hmm. on two nights. And one. Uh, uh, was that my favorite? I was on his mind, and that's uh, and it's probably it's probably really one of his favorites too. But it was a great time, and we're filled up, and we are we're we're filled up and we're fired up. So let me just tell you that we didn't need we didn't need an aircraft to fly us back, but uh, we did <laughs> we did uh, mm. sit in one, and uh, and it was fun. So the title the title today, which mm -hmm. is what came to me on on the air ride back, is that what if. And we've got uh, uh, four or five or something, one, two, three, four, six instances as far as that. What if, and here's the first one, what we spoke actually materialized in the natural world. Now, we're going to give you a couple, uh, a couple of scriptures to really substantiate what, or document, what actually takes place when, this, when, when you do each one of these. And you'll see that in this first one, what we uh, what we spoke actually materialized in the natural in the natural world it does whether good or bad. Yeah, so, it doesn't matter what if it really does. This right. one really does. So here here's the first one. I've got it, and it says. Uh, oh, you want me to do? Okay. Uh, Matthew twelve thirty four b uh, thirty six thirty seven says, out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Then every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words thou art mm. justified, and by the words thou art condemned. Now, idle word, which I mentioned at the top at the beginning of 36, says no faith word. So you kind of mm. check all the words that you speak. It, uh, uh, if it's an idle word, if it's not a faith word, if it's not in line with God's word, then it's boo-boo. It's not the right thing to say, so you need to kind of scratch that from, from your vocabulary. So here is uh, Lisa with the next one. Job twenty-two twenty-eight from the um, New International Version. What you decide on will be done, and light will shine on your ways. Proverbs 6, 2, also from the New International Version. You have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth. Remember that what we say, good or bad, in line with God's word or out of line with God's word, it's going to materialize. It doesn't make any difference. And uh, so that's why that, it, that we are to be extra cautious as far as what we say. For example, like words like, well, it's incredible. Oh, that's a boo-boo word. Uh, it's unbelievable. Whoops, that's a boo-boo <laughs> word. Why? 
Why is that? Because that's not in line with God's Word. Now, the last one we'll cite here is Romans 4.17, and Kenneth Copeland mentioned on the second night that this, what, what this says, call those things that be not as though they were. He said, what this particular passage is the secret key to life. Now, why is that? Because what we say is what we get, good or bad. Okay, next one. What if when we are experiencing weakness, let's say in our body, we could access a solution that would always work? Okay, Lisa's going to do the first Second. one. And while why she's doing that, I'm going to scroll through my Bible here, and I'm going to find the second one. Good. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10 from New Living Translation. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses, Paul said, so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Okay. The second one, one of my favorites, and that is Jeremiah thirty seventeen, And it says, for I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of all thy wounds. And also what I say is what Lisa is, is going to recite in the next one. But let me say this, is that uh, any time that I have any kind of symptom of anything, the first thing that comes to my mind is this particular verse for I say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for restoring health to my entire body, healing to all my wounds, and thank you, Jesus, for making me whole. So Lisa's going to read Let's that one. Let's see if reference I said it. it, did it right. Um, Acts 9.34, NLT. Peter said to him, Aeneas, isn't that Aeneas? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Right. And because he was healed instantly, then therefore we thank, we thank Jesus for making Praise us whole. You, because when he, when he was, he was on the cross, he took all our sins, diseases, iniquities, etc. That was all taken Everything. away from us. So therefore, we're a clean vessel as of that particular moment once we accept him as our Lord and Savior. And what happens, well, let me be honest, what happens is that we speak the ungodly words, the idle words, and that gives the entrance as far as Satan to come into our life and to kind of mix things up in the wrong way. So we're responsible for it. So we kick it out. Okay, third one. What if we are obedient to God's directions and it doesn't seem to manifest? Isaiah 119, the New International Version. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. It does happen. Well, we can be obedient, but not willing. In other words, we can, we can go through the motions, we can do whatever, but we don't have a willing heart. It says both things, if we're willing and obedient. So it's important to go ahead and have both. Okay, the next one is, what if a covenant believer has no awareness of his rights and inheritance. I'll start. Okay. Romans 8, 16 and 17, English Standard Version. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer or go through persecution with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Galatians three twenty nine. it says, And if ye be Christ... Mm -hmm then you are Abraham's seed 
and heirs according to his promise. Genesis 17, 9 and 10, NLT. Then God said to Abraham, your responsibility is to obey the terms of the covenant. You and all your descendants have this continual responsibility. This is the covenant that you and your descendants must keep. Each make each male among you must be circumcised. Now that was just talking about the covenant, right? And this this one here is I really want you to grasp this one. It's John sixteen fifteen, and it says all things that the Father has are ours. Mm -hmm. Now just kind of picture that. All, as born again, all things that the Father has are ours. So when you think about uh, prosperity or when you think, think, think about uh, financial problems, is that what God has? Nope. If you think about as far as uh, symptoms of sickness, is that what God has? Nope. If you think about problems, is that what God has? Nope. And so, therefore, all things that God has are ours. So if we have those things, what we have to do is look at ourselves and see how did those things come upon us. That's what we have to do, and then to get back to God's Word and reverse it. All right, what if we have a situation to arise, and our first thought, I did this one for me, <laughs> and our first thought comes from our natural mind. We go to Hebrews 4, 10 and 11 ESV. For whoever has entered into God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive, this is the only time we strive, strive to enter into that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. And mine is, mm -hmm. is I'm flipping to it, it is uh, Hebrews 13, 5, and, that, and God says, and I think anytime you have challenges or troubles or whatnot, just think of this. He says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And this is in the Old Testament, too, in a couple of places. So God says, I will never leave thee nor forsake you. Now, how do you know that? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, resides in you. So therefore, he's not leaving you unless you leave and, and uh, since he, he's there in, inside of us, inside, and communicating with our spirit, then therefore, he, uh, we got it. He's not going to leave us. The other one about if a natural thought comes to our mind, here's what we do. We can go to Deuteronomy 30, 19. This is actually one of the very first scriptures I learned from Brother Copeland. Um, 30, 19, and 20 from the ESV. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you, the Lord is saying, life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice, and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of days, that you may dwell in the land of the Lord, sworn to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give them. And the last one, 2 Corinthians 1.9 from the NLT translation, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God. Now, mm. The re reason why I put this one in, and again, I was thinking of me, is because in the past is that when situations would come up, natural thought would always come up first, always. Now, the more that I have developed my faith, the more that that has transitioned from natural thoughts always coming up to natural thoughts sometimes coming up first to, to less and less. 
And and what I normally do is that when when and something takes place and it's a challenge to me, I'll I'll go ahead and recite Philippians four nineteen, which says, "My God supplies all my needs, desires, and wants according to His riches mm-hmm. and glory by Christ Jesus." Now God knows He knows our words, He knows our thoughts, so. He knew my thought before I said that, and I said that, and that gets me on the right frequency. And then I might, at that particular point, go ahead and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give me guidance and direction as to what to do and what to take place. Okay, the last one. I know this one's uh, this is different, but I like it, so that's why we're doing it. <laughs> the, uh, what if we find ourselves being impatient with people? Impatient with people. I'll start Hebrews 6, 12 from the New King James Version. It says that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those <clears throat> who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So faith and patience inherit the promises. Now, the uh, mind which I selected as far as is, we find ourselves being impatient with people. That's the issue that we're addressing. And so I immediately, in preparing the outline, I immediately thought about that 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 4 to 8, the, 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 sheep, the sheep that Lisa prepared and, that Hazel. Ha- and Hazel prepared that has uh, that's on our on Lisa's website, kingworldwide.com. And there are, there are actually, there are three translations, and one of each translation, boom, always popped in my mind. Yep. And that is in the Woos translation says, love meekly and patiently, bears mm-hmm. ill treatment from others. From the mirror uh, translation the study, it says, love is relentlessly patient and bears the offenses and injuries of others with, with kindness. kindness. And then in the Amplified, it says that love takes no account of any evil done to it and pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Those three it just so happened of all of them, there's probably 10 or 15 in each translation. Those three always stuck with me. So if I'm short on time and, and I'm going through, I'll recite those three, and they're kind of committed to heart. So it, it works out pretty good. Another one, Ephesians 5.20 ESV, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the easiest one for me. It's just a turn it into praise, glory, thanksgiving. Every answer for all these for me. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. I'm yours to command. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'm yours to command. Whatever it takes to get us back on the word. You have one more in that section? No, one more. Last one. Let the word of Christ dwell in you uh, richly in all wisdom. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and to the Father by him. So... I think in summary that uh, why this came up as far as that we heard a lot of different stuff last week, stuff, you know, good things. And, um, and it just, it just kind of came to me that if we're, if we're experiencing or if we know people that are experiencing different challenges in life, well, how do we handle it? Well, you can, you can go back, you, it all goes back to this, to the uh, series we did a few months ago as far as uh, RX for our dreams being Recipe fulfilled. For our dreams fulfilled. Yeah, is the fact is that the, uh, the, the first prescription was feed on the word, meditate on the word. The, the second was that as far as that to cap contamination, cap
cap or stop the deposit really natural thinking of natural thinking into our mind which goes in goes in, in into our memory or even our own natural thinking sure well whatever whatever it is just natural thinking because if it's natural and satan's the god of this world and he has jurisdiction over our thoughts and guess where it's coming from the liar and then the uh, the third one was that as far as uh, pray in the spirit and then the the thing that i've learned from lisa as far as to do in all situations when something comes up, inquire. Inquire as far as what to do. And you might go straight to the word as far as to uh, speak something that you know, like I did Philippians 4.19, and it, it might direct you as far, but you're getting on the right frequency. And that, right. that's, that's the reason why that you inquire. So uh, we enjoyed presenting this to you today. And, did you already do that uh, one? I just did that one. Well, it, praise God. It's, uh, it's that one right there. Yes, you did. Apologize. So uh, you have a good day. and mm -hmm. uh, I'll see you this Jesus is, is Lord. And King. Okay, <laughs> see y'all. Oh.